episode 265, Focus on the One Thing. Welcome. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week, I start it off with me, myself, and I and my thoughts on the week, and this is also accompanied by the brand new for 2017, Awaken Your Alpha TV on YouTube, so please do jump over there. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Alan. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW, and basically connect with like-minded individuals. Please do share, review, like, and reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference what is your one thing in now? yourself and in the world. And I look forward to sharing this week's guest towards the end of the week. I know it'll be a good one. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Hey, just a quickie this week. So last week I talked a lot about um, what feedback to ignore in the process of getting all my feedback back. I had uh, several meetings with my uh, publishers <laughs> and based on all these discussions, I was trying to do something a little bit different. If you look into any kind of interview book or interview based book or book that has a lot of interviews um, in the book, like Chicken Soup for the Soul, any books, if you look into this or any information about this type of book, they will all say, don't transcribe big chunks of your interview. It doesn't read so well as it sounds ultimately. Yeah, I took all that on board initially, but I really wanted to try um, as one of the different aspects of this unique aspects of this Awaken Your Alpha and this book that I'm putting together to, to actually have larger kind of back and forth transcribed sections of the podcast. So I kept the guest voice in there. That's what I tried to do against the constant flow of what is the accepted, what is the done thing. So in the past week, and with all the feedback, made the call that I need to rewrite all the interviews that will change a huge chunk of the book because what was one of the constraints of doing that, transcribing interviews does take a lot of words. It was really hard to put it across my personal thoughts and feedback that fitted into the interviews because I kind of had to wait to the end and then also the word count was going up. So that was one of the things. And I think one of the biggest uh, draws that kind of got me onto the, yes, I need to... Uh, Rewrite as part from obviously the publishers, they're very experienced in doing this and that they think it will save me eight to 10,000 words. Um, and then that paired with the feedback from my initial five readers, they wanted more of me and more of my personal stories. The guests I have on, I really ram and really want to showcase their points of view. Some of the feedback, you know, potentially hiding behind interviews and not putting myself out there as much as. Um, I could have, and there were sections that worked really well when I was actually had the space and time to put my my thoughts, my stories, uh, my take on everything, which I didn't have so much space to do. So with just the change in the style from a transcribed interview, more dominant style to a more narrative style, it opens up everything. It will kind of change a lot of things in terms of I'm telling the story exclusively and then using quotes, smaller quotes and cutting out a lot of the back and forth, the, the chit chat 
if you want that, then obviously there'll be links to the pod, the specific podcast, and I have all the work done to transcribe the interviews direct. And maybe a, like a a little bonus if people want to download that separate to really see what went on in the interview, because I'm going to be just really cherry picking sections of the the interviews now. Um, so less and less. Uh, but more and more, if that makes sense, because potentially opens up to bringing in more relevant points. And where I had been really trying to fix these interviews in boxes, and now I can pull from the, the same interviews are in there, but pull to different sections of the book and different points I'm trying to make. So the concept I want to talk about this week is The One Thing. And The One Thing is a, a book by Gary Keller. I've not actually read this book. So this isn't a book recommendation. It is more the concept. I'm so aware of this book because it's been mentioned by so many people. It's in the entrepreneur circles and productivity. It's, it's a big thing. And the concept has always um, caught my attention. It's what I really try and focus on the one thing to get stuff done. So I knew... I was going to be potentially going back to England around about now for events and the work I do with Kavit Haria, who does online business development, the work I do when he speaks at big events. We have intense periods when we're working together and other times I get on more with my stuff like the book and how I managed to get a lot done on certain projects is I'm able to block my time, create blocks of times where I push all things to the side, largely my focus, I'm able to block you know, good chunks of time to, for example, create the book. Um, and I knew I'd created a good window up until about now. <laughs> so this week, it's uh, Monday now, I am going back to England, collaborating and working with Kavit Haria inside of Internet Success. And we're speaking at an event in England, London Heathrow. So Alan Sugar is one of the big names. If you're UK based, he will uh, jump out to you. Shah uh, Wasmond is another awesome lady who's speaking there. Um, and lots of entrepreneurial people going on there. Meaning my one thing with this book uh, that window has closed slightly for at least the next two to three weeks. With this rewrite, obviously, I'm not. The book's not going to be finished um, in this this week before I go, which was the plan. The trap to fall into was okay, traveling back and getting ready to go. There's lots of things I've got to do. Okay, I'm going to be writing a bit in a book. I'm getting the podcast set. I'm doing some interviews today and tomorrow. Getting some podcasts uh, pre-recorded and edited and uploaded so that while I'm away, I can focus on the one thing while I'm away, which is ultimately getting the best results over there and being completely present with everyone I speak to. Also on Wednesday, I've got a red eye. The event starts Thursday, Friday. I've got a red eye overnight down from Traverse City to Detroit, then overnight to London Heathrow, get land and go straight to the hotel where the event is starting that morning. Straight away, I think, oh, you know, usually when I'm going on planes, I could get some great writing time on the plane. So ultimately trying to focus on two big things at the same time, both of them would suffer. Yeah, the book, uh, my mind's not really there now because I've moved on to this next chapter for this. And also I'm absolutely, you know, brain is fried with all this. I think it needs a little bit of time to settle and then kind of to regroup and have another big charge that when I do have blocks of time that I can dedicate to this. Um, and also if I did that, I'd turn up to the event on Thursday morning. It's a bit of a stretch anyway, but I would turn up not on my game, completely jet lagged more than I probably will be. And that's a full day. I've um, got some meetings that day, got to be there all the way to the evening. And then, you know, there's a, a party that evening, which again, if you're there <laughs> in physically there, but not there in terms of your brain is fried, it's completely pointless being there. So both will suffer. I think the image of modern man is one of a multitasker. You feel like you need to be doing lots and lots of things where anytime I've had any kind of 
decent results and produce something that I, I'm proud of to a high standard, it's when I've been able to focus on the one thing. So that's really what the last, you know, three or four, even blimey, it's getting on to five months, really focusing on the book hasn't gone ideal in terms of the, the timelines, but I really do now. I need to focus on the, uh, the one thing this week in the next couple of weeks in terms of follow up with lots of meetings and calls after that from this event. So instead of mixing the two things and them having a, you know, a negative impact on each other, I'm going to block the time out. I'm going to roll the brain onto the, these, this other one thing just to help as many people as possible. And then I'm going to get back to the book. So what is the one thing you, you need to really focus on this week, this month? I always talk about do something today, take a small action. And then that get you, I talk a lot about momentum and taking small actions. One of the things mentioned in the one thing is the domino principle. If you look at a domino in terms of what is a task you can do right now, you do that one, do that one small action that leads onto the next action and you get a bit of result and you get some momentum going. A domino is able to knock over the next domino that's 50% larger. So this has quite a cumulative effect. I'll give you an example for myself. With the book and things, I got into a little bit of a sloppy habit of going to bed a little bit later. And again, the, the kind of the, the negative domino in terms of just a little bit later, but then it was going a little bit later, a little bit later, and it was knocking on. I was feeling a, a bit sluggish the last week to say that the least. And then with a the sluggish, you, you open yourself up to, you're feeling a bit crap. That's not a good spot to be in, especially with what I've got coming up this week. My mini domino, as I just said, right, I'm going to be in bed, in bed by 10.30 last night. It's my mini domino. But already I can feel the effects of that. And then I'm going to knock over some bigger dominoes today. That's going to lead, it's, it's you know, it's turned the corner and it's, it's getting me in the right position for this. This concept of knocking over a domino and that can knock down a domino 50% larger every time. To give you an example, if you start with a two inch domino, it's a little teeny task. Take action with that, that one thing. Um, the next one, obviously twice as big, four inches. Then by the time you get to 10, just 10 dominoes getting 50% bigger, that's the size of a man. That's knocking over a man, even a medium sized one like myself. If you go 20 times 23, so 23 dominoes, you're the size of the Eiffel Tower. 30 plus dominoes, the Himalayas, 50 plus the moon just to get you an idea of how quickly things can turn around. But obviously that can work in the negative as well. And the important thing here as well, you must be aware what is your one thing or what is your big domino? What is that task? Whether it's, uh, you know, what is that task that you're, you're aiming for? Because then these little actions can, you know, lead to that. But it needs to have that kind of that vision, that structure. So that was my thought this week. Really all about the one thing. And are you taking on too much? Are you trying to be the multitask? Because the brain can really only focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, you may have different things on the go. But the more you can block your times to create or to give your entire focus to that one thing at a time, the better your life will be. So if you do have two, lots of things on the go, make sure you're present at that time. Um, and you just obviously, it's all about transitioning and switching and not taking on too many things. Actually thinking, right, I'm going to leave that and get this done properly, then move on to the next thing. Some professions of life that's harder to do, but it's still doable. So that was my thoughts this week. Have a good week. We will have a legendary interview with you later in the week. I will be in London, so there will be some live. If you want to see some uh, what's going on there, they're over on uh, Instagram at Awaken Your Alpha and Facebook. There'll be some probably some Facebook lives of what's going on there. But please do follow me across social media. I will speak to you later in the week. Bye. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Do the little guy a favor. 
subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. <laughs>